Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Travel Tips Tuesday. I'm looking forward to having a conversation with you and some friends this week. My buddy Jess, who's a cast member, is going to drop on and say hey. Uh, he's an amazing cast member, works for an amazing group over there at Magic Kingdom, and he does a great job. So good to always chat with him via chat. He's, you won't actually hear his voice, but he always has some amazing things to offer. And I'll actually share a story about an encounter that my family had with him when we went down for a visit a few years ago. So I'm looking forward to getting into that with you. So tonight's episode is all about sharing cast member stories, uh, guest experiences, personal experiences that have happened uh, as a result, extra magical experiences that have happened as a result that people have had with the amazing, incredible cast members at the Walt Disney World Resort. There are a lot of amazing cast members across the Walt Disney Company that knew a number of different things uh, on stage, backstage, you know, some people you never see, but they are just as much a part of the magic as the ones that are on stage and costume day in and day out. So tonight's conversation is going to be fun. Uh, I hope that it will bring some joy to your heart as it did mine uh, being able to have it. And let's get into it, shall we? Tonight, this is Travel Tips Tuesday, and it is October the 6th, 2020. Our question of the day is, what is your most memorable cast member story? What is your most memorable cast member story? A few weeks or a few days ago, last week, um, some upsetting news came to many in, in the Disneyverse, as it were, Disney fans, cast members, guests, uh, you know, loved ones, people that love uh, love the Disney parks and experiences community. And uh, we're going to get into some of that uh, content, kind of the why. And specifically tonight, we're going to be sharing some stories, some experiences, including one about you, Jess, uh, that uh, we had, uh, my own family had with Jess several years ago that came at a great time. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it's important to share these stories, to look back. And I hope that this can be a bright spot for a lot of cast members that, uh, maybe not in so bright of a spot right now, and and maybe uh, m- maybe it could be a um, an, an uplifting experience, an encouraging experience for them. So if you know a cast member, if you know someone especially that has been affected by the layoffs, or you know somebody that is just not having the best time right now, uh, please share this with them. You know this thing is not sponsored uh, by any way. It is my labor of love. Yes, I'm associated with Travel Nation, which is a travel Disney kind of affinity travel agency, uh, but. Um, you know, this is not officially sponsored by them, right? Uh, this is my thing and I want this specific episode to hopefully be an encouraging and uplifting experience, uh, to a lot of cast members that are out there right now. Uh, also I've included some information, but before I forget this in the comments, uh, a couple of links to, uh, one of which is to the Amazon wish list for the cast member, uh, pantry, which is an organization that was founded, uh, to help, uh, benefit, Uh, you know, Disney cast members that have been laid off. Again, there are over 28,000 of them, um, primarily from the Disney parks and experiences side of the organization. Uh, 400 plus of those were, uh, were Disney Imagineers as well. Uh, yes, a lot of these folks were part-time cast members, but some of them are full-time and some of them are very long-term part-time cast members. So, um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of different, you know, 
groups of people included in this because it's such a massive company. Um, so we're going to get into to, to some more details, um, but I want to give you a couple of news updates as well. In addition to that, um, the first one is this. I want to give you an update because it's been a while. Uh, I want to give you an update on the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend that I've been training for. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, I, we didn't do a Travel Tips Tuesday live uh, from right here in my studio office. Studio office is one word, by the way, and there's not a word that I coined. It comes from somebody else that will actually be on this show in several weeks to celebrate episode 100 of Travel Tips Tuesday. So um, right here in my studio office tonight, I want to give you an update on the marathon weekend. And I got this news when I was helping out with hurricane cleanup from Hurricane Sally um, at, at my parents' place. They're okay. They're, their property is okay and all that. Uh, but while I was there, I got the news that the marathon weekend was going virtual. And that was like, you know, that was like, just it, it it was it was really disappointing for me because I had been training consistently, uh, had sacrificed some time around you know away from family, um, and was really kind of focusing in on this goal that I wanted to accomplish before I turned forty. All that stuff aside, you know I was disappointed that I wasn't going to be able to uh, have that great amazing run Disney experience. But you know understand completely why get it and, and kind of like in some ways knew that it was coming. Uh, I'm going to get into some more of my thoughts uh, about that, by the way, in my next Run Dopey by 40 podcast episode. And yes, for those of you that are subscribed to it, you know, I know I haven't dropped an episode in a little while, but I promise you one is coming. Uh, we're going to talk more about kind of my running goals, uh, my, my thoughts on uh, the virtual experience and more. So make sure you tune in to the Run Dopey by 40 podcast. Um, I want to give you one other tasty news update, and this is more of a lighthearted update. So if you love Disney dining, this one is for you. Uh, one of the most beloved dining locations on Walt Disney World property, a little place known as Chef Mickey's over at the Contemporary Resort right outside of Magic Kingdom, is uh, coming back with uh, in-character experiences. It is open right now kind of for some limited uh, dining experiences that does not include characters. But as of December the 16th, Mickey and Pals are coming back with a few new delicious food offerings. Traditionally, it was a kind of buffet self-service experience. They moved away from that uh, to kind of be in line for social distancing, uh, you know, food safety guidelines and whatnot for kind of the world that we're in now. Um, and it's still a fun experience. It's still a great restaurant to go and, and have a blast at. Um, but as of December the 16th, uh, along with Mickey and Palace coming back, you know, so the character uh, character meals will begin again then uh, on the 16th of December. Um, they will also be bringing some traditional breakfast favorites like new Mickey's celebration pancakes. So you've all tried to make Mickey pancakes before, right? If, if you haven't, like you, maybe you did by accident and you didn't know it, right? So you pour the big sort of blob in the middle and you try to do the ears and sometimes the center is way too big and the ears are kind of lopsided but it's a mickey pancake right if you got kids you know they're gonna call it a mickey pancake it's gonna be delicious and, and they're gonna love it um but the mickey celebration pancakes feature whipped cream celebration sprinkles shimmering pixie dust and more um on my news feed earlier today i posted a picture of several of these items so feel free to look at that later now if you want just come back come back to the live um and you know you can take a look at that if you want to uh also number two for something a bit more savory they're adding and this is probably my favorite thing on this list um they're adding lo new loaded potato cheese casserole 
topped with smoked bacon crumbles and chives. Again, they're adding a new loaded potato cheese casserole topped with smoked bacon crumbles and chives. They have this little Mickey, uh, this little melted cheese Mickey thing that's like on there. Just, oh my goodness, looks so, so good. People give Chef Mickey's a hard time for not having the best food quality and just kind of being a place where people go, get some character pictures and leave and, you know, whatever. But uh, it, it really is a fun place to go. It's a special place for a lot of people. And I see Disney Dining kind of trying to kick it up a notch with some of these food offerings. Um, you know, it's, it, it's kind of a, more of a family style experience right now, which means it's table service, all you can eat. Um, experience. So it's still, you know, that kind of got that buffet mentality, meaning you can have all you want, but they bring it to you instead, which is kind of nice. You know, that's one of the reasons why people have loved breakfast at Ohana in the past. And Ohana is still not currently open. Um, so you're going to get a little bit of that um, that part of service there. Uh, and I think it'll be great. So definitely check out Chef Mickey's, especially if you're going to be there around Christmas time. You will absolutely love it. And yes, you still shouldn't go to Disney during Christmas. You want to know why? Ask me, drop in the comments saying, John, I want to know why. Why should I go during Christmas? We'll tell you. Um, last but not least, Goofy's Banana Bread French Toast. If you like Bananas Foster, this one's got your name written all over it, okay? Goofy's Banana Bread French Toast will combine unique flavors of banana bread uh, baked in zesty orange-scented French toast batter topped with espresso mascarpone. I can never say this word right. Hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly. Espresso mascarpone cream, toasted bananas, and chocolate crumbles. So that sounds delicious. I'm getting kind of sugar shocked just thinking about it. Anyway, so um, last time we talked about food offerings, I think it's when we were talking about the uh, all the different fall kind of, you know, all the fall favorites that are being offered uh, right now across Disney parks. Um, a lot of people were saying how hungry they were. So I figured, hey, why not? People like talking about food. Makes them feel warm and fuzzy inside. Cool. So. A few cast member stories, and I see some of you, um, some of you sharing some of these in the comments. I'm going to come back to those at the end because I don't want I want to give everybody kind of a chance. If you do have a memorable cast member experience, please share them in there. And Jess, if you're still watching, I hope you are. I'm going to start off with yours first because this is one um, that for me and my family, very personally, this particular story that involves Jess came at a came at the perfect time. Um, at the time, this was uh, late spring 2015. Uh, my family and I had a crazy year, and we were just tired. We were looking for, um, we were we were just looking to have, a, you know, basically just a break, spend some time together. So we spent a few days in Daytona Beach, uh, and drove over to Disney to the day to see our friend Jess, and uh, you know we hung out with him for a while uh, in Magic Kingdom, and um, I remember my now you know, eight year old, that's like almost up to hero me. Um, you know, just, you almost wouldn't recognize her now, but, um, she was, she's grown so much and just would like pick her up and like ride around on his shoulders. And, you know, he would often like offer to like hold our kids for us and stuff. And, you know, he, he wasn't on the clock, right. He was just there to, as our friend to hang out and kind of, he kind of got where we, we were at with the, with the passion for all the Disney stuff. Right. So even on his days off, he wanted to be there in the parks, hanging out and have a good time. So he showed us because the, uh, the, the parade that's, you know, was going right. The three o'clock parade, um, was still kind of new then. And he wanted to make sure that we got the best spot. So he got us a 
great spot outside the Hall of Presidents. And I'll never forget where when Snow White came up and had a conversation with my daughter, like right there. Like that was amazing. Uh, great experience. Uh, we had, you know, we got to meet some princesses as well that he helped us out with and, and a lot of other great experiences. And again, it, it, those little things and kind of moments seem small um, and kind of almost insignificant. Kind of like, oh, yeah, well, you got to do some stuff. Great. But um, those memories. Yeah, best spot ever, for sure, in front of Hall of Presidents. Those memories um, are etched in my mind right before my family was sent into a time where that, that, that we were not expecting to experience. So when we got back from that vacation, great, one of the best vacations I've ever had. Um, when we got back from that vacation, um, we kind of went into a time that was not the best uh, for our family. And those moments that we spent in the Magic Kingdom that day with Jess and in those few days uh, at, at Disney Springs kind of stand out in my mind. They helped kind of push us through in some ways uh, through those, you know, roughly next 18 months or so that we went through. So it was a great experience. Um, and just as an awesome cast member, he's really good at his job, um, loves serving guests and always does with a smile. Um, and his passion for serving other people is great. And it's one of the reasons why I try to make a point to see him every time I'm there. So uh, thank you just for doing what you do and for being who you are. You're awesome. Um, again, if you do know some Disney cast members um, that are, you know, doing their thing now. Um, if they're still on the job, if they were recently furloughed or laid off, uh, please, please, please share this with them. Um, this show is all about them and hopefully will provide some sort of level of encouragement to them. Um, this will be available on the travel tips Tuesday podcast episode, uh, episode in the future. So when my wife got sick on our honeymoon back in 2006, um, she caught a stomach bug, you know, just one of those things, 24, 36 hour stomach bug that just kind of hits you and takes you out of commission for a little while. Um, you know, I, we were obviously very, we were only been married, I don't know, two or three weeks at the time. And we were over at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. And I, it was like 2.30 in the morning or something crazy like that. And I've told this story before, but it's been a while. And, uh, you know, I didn't have any like stomach medicine, like we might've had like some Tylenol or something, um, but didn't have anything. Right. So all the gift shops were closed. I had been a cast member down there. I knew where Walgreens was like, we didn't have a, um, I don't know. We did drive. So like I knew how to, I knew where to get to Walgreens. I knew I could drive to Walmart. Publix was already closed for the night, but I didn't want to leave my, like my new bride. Right. Like I'm not going to leave her and spend forever um, just driving in the middle of the night to go get some stuff, right? Because they have kind of had what they needed in the gift shop. So I went to the front desk. I first called and then ended up going to the front desk um, and saying, hey, kind of explaining my situation and, and seeing if I could get into the gift shop to buy anything because it was closed. Um, the lady was like, well, you know, it's it's closed right now. The gates are now on, but hang on just a second. So she went to the back and brought down the night, brought out the night, manager of the night supervisor, uh, who then went over and, you know, this great, beautiful, beautiful gift shop that's at, uh, the main animal kingdom lodge building. Um, you go in there and, you know, they've got the little sort of section for, um, kind of, you know, over the counter meds and stuff. And I, I picked her up a few things to kind of get things taken care of for her, um, some tummy medicine, some other things. And, you know, I got out my wallet to pay for it. And the cast member turned around and looked at me and said, don't worry about it right now. If you can come back later and pay for it, great. If you forget, don't worry about it. We want you to we want you to have a magical experience. We want you keep in mind this is like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, right? So we're all like 
sleepy heads, like looking at each other cross-eyed. Um, so they're like, don't worry about it. If you can't pay for it, that's fine. If you forget, whatever. Um, and so basically they just let me take, they're just like, just take what you need. And, and I did. And, you know, about 24, 36 hours later, um, she was feeling a lot better and we were able to get back out uh, to the parks and kind of wrap up our trip. So, you know, we missed about a day and a half of that experience and it's still kind of one of my goals to be able to give that back to her uh, at some point in, <laughs> in some day. But that cast member, their kindness, uh, their professionalism in the middle of the night, right? When, when some of them are just, you know, trying to make it through the evening, uh, whether night shift is their normal thing or not. Um, they were just so kind. They were professional. And it was just those little things, the way they took care of us and didn't have to, right? The trust that they played, uh, that, that they placed on a, me to, to come back and pay for those things was was wonderful. And and I did. I'm <laughs> not a jeep, cheapskate, right? So I went back when she was feeling better. And, um, you know, they even sent some people to check on her to make sure that she was feeling better and whatnot and called the room to check on her. So that was very kind. And Disney is great. Disney is wonderful uh, in that right in that light. So my buddy Dave Adams that was on earlier, um, he was hanging out, uh, I think, at Animal Kingdom today, if I remember right. Um, and uh, he got to meet Mr. And I can never say his last name correctly, so please forgive me. Uh, Josh Jamaro, who is the president for Disney Parks and Experiences. So he is kind of the, the top dog in the Disney company with the whole Parks and Experiences part of the company. He used to be president of the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, most recently, uh, but he's kind of been all over and done a num number of different things in the Walt Disney Company. Um, he has an incredible character. He is in. He has a thankless job right now. Uh, yes, he probably gets paid a lot. I haven't looked it up. We can probably find out. Um, but um, he's had to make some incredibly, incredibly tough and incredibly life-changing decisions for a lot of people. Um, and he, from the moment, from the moment that announcement was first made public, he was in downtown Disney in uh, Anaheim in California because Disneyland Park is still closed right now. Uh, he was talking to Disneyland cast members, letting them know, you know, how, how sorry he was, letting him, letting him know that, you know, he, you know, he, he was there for them, that he's, you know, hoping to bring them back. Same thing today, you know, in Magic Kingdom. He's been over at Walt Disney World for a few days now. Um, he was in Animal Kingdom today doing the same thing, um, shaking, you know, hands with cast members, saying saying hello and, and, uh, and, and letting them know. I don't know. Actually, no, take that back. Don't think he was shaking hands, <laughs> but I do know I do know that he was talking uh, to every cast member he saw um, at, at the parks and and some of the other places that he was because he wanted him to know right he wanted him to know that this was tough that he understood and from more than one person that has has seen him since he's been there uh, he has appeared to quote have the weight of the world on his shoulders that is how serious this thing uh, is right now uh, with all these people that have been affected so uh, Josh if for some reason you ever see this. Thank you for what you're doing. I appreciate you, and I understand where you're at. Um, and we are hoping to move towards the future and get some people back in the parks and uh, make some more memories and, uh, and and bring some of the cast members back that help uh, wonderful people uh, make some incredible memories to last a lifetime. Uh, my friend Shanna shared earlier today, when our youngest was two years old and obsessed with Tinkerbell, we were watching the parade, and she was down off her float walking and waving her wand over people. And she walked by him. Um, the Tinkerbell walked by her son. And her son chased Tinkerbell for what seemed like almost all the way down Main Street. She never broke character. And Tinkerbell took his hand and brought him back 
uh, to the family and kissed his head and walked away. That kid was on cloud nine for the rest of their trip, and I don't have one photograph of any of it. Um, sometimes, and I, and I told Shana this afterwards, uh, after she commented on this, is that sometimes those, you know, amazing memories are the ones that happen in those sort of in-between moments. Like, that was not uh, a planned character greeting experience. You know, that was sort of one of those in-between moments when Tinkerbell happened to pass by. Um, and just a wonderful, beautiful, incredible moment that took place uh, where, you know, they didn't get a picture, but it's it's in their mind, right? It's here, and, and it's here, and, and, and those moments matter, and they're important. Um, it's an incredibly bright spot in her and her family's life. My friend Christine says, one time my sister, while collecting the teddy bear pin collection, if you remember those for you pin traders at Disney, while collecting the teddy bear pin collection at Disney World, they were in line for Buzz, and she realized that one of her bears was gone. She went into a complete panic because she had finally collected them all, and one uh, that she lost was one of the rarest. She and my mom worked their way all the way back through the Buzz line. They were nearly to, uh, were, it was nearly their turn to see Buzz, and uh, out to the ride to try and retrace their steps and find the pin. By the time they got out of the entrance, got out of the entrance, um, my sister was in tears, and they approached. They were approached by a cast member asking what was wrong. Um, you know, flying princess. Uh, after mom explained what had happened, the cast member told them to wait right there. And this cast member left only to come back with a binder of pins that was his own personal collection. This is the kind that he didn't keep on um, his lanyard for trading. He then opened to the page of the bears and handed her the one she'd lost from his own personal collection. The look on my sister's face was priceless, and it made her day, and kind of their whole trip, to see that kind of magic happen. So thank you, cast member, for, for helping out this family, creating some magical experience. My friend Kate says, we waited two and a half hours to meet Jack and Sally. So this is around uh, Halloween, uh, when uh, Jack Skellington and Sally are out hanging out with guests. Uh, you may see some of them running around the cavalcades right now. Uh, but Kate says, we waited around two and a half hours to meet Jack and Sally. As you get closer to them, the rooms get darker, and you start to hear more of the Nightmare Before Christmas music. When you get to their place to meet, Jack pops around the corner and says, boo, to get you. By this point, their youngest, when, when this happened with them, was flipping out. Uh, their youngest was scared to death, and when they were ready to get their picture, and they were almost basically ready just to get their picture and leave. Well, Jack notices this and sends Sally over uh, to their youngest, to their daughter. Daddy, Their daddy is holding onto her and Sally, uh, onto the daughter, and Sally says it is just talking to her and, and asking her if she's scared. Sally talks to her for over five minutes and coaxes her down and walks around with her, showing her their whole setup. By this point, she's ready to meet Jack while he's been talking to them the whole time. Uh, they spent over 10 minutes with them just talking and calming her down. Hands down the absolute best character experience we've ever had, and we would wait two or more hours again to meet them. We will never forget it. Absolutely incredible. So good. I'm getting chills just thinking about some of these experiences. Um, number six, my friend Alex says, soon after the grand opening of Animal Kingdom, my family and I were visiting the park and we're going to ride Dinosaur. Having no idea what the ride was, I was terrified, and a cast member ended up riding Dinosaur with me, which was the only way that he would get on the ride. Uh, he has a picture of uh, his family, the cast member, um, and him on the ride together. 
and his family's on the front row, and he was on the back row with a cast member holding on to her for dear life. So those moments, and I know you've all experienced them if you've been in the parks before, uh, especially with young kids, uh, when kids get scared. And I'm going to talk about another one here in just a second. Um, and cast members just come out, they save the day. And cast members love riding the rides, by the way. So if you ever see them do that, <laughs> they're in uniform doing their thing. You know, they're having a blast just as much as you are. Um, so it's really cool to kind of see that, especially moments like this when they're stepping up to, to help guests out. So I mentioned my, this is the last story that I will share tonight. And uh, this is a story about uh, also my uh, eight-year-old. And I shared this with a friend earlier this evening um, before we went live. And my eight-year-old was very scared the first time. Well, this is actually probably the third time she had been in Magic Kingdom. I take that back. Uh, but the first time she'd ever seen the fireworks where she was aware because she'd been in twice before she was one. But right, she, you don't really remember anything. She wasn't really reacting to uh, to what um, to what was going on around her in those moments, except for when she was two and it was at the end of the day, we were tired. She's in the stroller, I took her out of the stroller, picked her up, was holding her. So she, not on my shoulders, not one of those people on Main Street with kids on your shoulders so other people can't see. I was holding her just high enough where her head could see the castle and see the fireworks go over. And, you know, the fireworks are going off. There's all booms and cracks and music's loud. It's blaring. It's going. And, you know, she's like, she's crying. She's like, I hate this. This is miserable. And just not having a good time. And then the next thing you know, the music gets a little bit soft. And this green and yellow fairy pops out of the top of Cinderella's castle and flies out of Cinderella's castle, and her eyes lit up like she had just seen the most amazing thing. You heard this audible sound, you know, come out of her. Her, her. her candor just changed immediately. And just to see the look on her face in that moment, this look of awe, this look of wonder, this look of utter fantasy was absolutely incredible to see and to experience. Um, and, and, and to all of you cast members out there, we're going to get into some of your comments. I've seen Jess make some comments and I think Jen and some others have, have dropped some stories here. Uh, and we're going to get into those here in just a second, but to all of you out there that are magic makers that help make these vacation dreams, these experiences, these trips become a reality when, when guests are there making these memories, thank you because those memories, they matter. They're important. So I'm going to get into some of your comments real quick, and uh, then we'll wrap it up here in just a moment. Thank you for hanging with me while we had some technical difficulties tonight due to small hands running around my office because, well, you know, that happens sometimes. So um, Jess says he loves uh, just being there for people when they need happiness, which is absolutely true. Um, he says he also knows some close friends that have lost their jobs, which stinks, man. Um, definitely thinking about you guys. Uh, my friend Jen, let me see if I can open up the whole feed here because sometimes I have trouble doing that because I'm doing this from my phone. There we go. All right. Um, here we go. So Jen says, my favorite cast member experience that struck me with the layoffs was with the Society Orchestra musicians who played at the Grand Floridian. They were one of the first kind of um, more well-known groups to um, be laid off. Uh, from the Grand Floridian. They've been there for a long time. Um, they were all let go, and some have been uh, there been there for a long time. Uh, we, heard, we heard them in 2014 when my son Seth was in middle school and had just started playing the trombone. We timed it out, so we went to hear them at their last set and ended up getting a chance to talk with them. Since my husband and I are professional musicians, we had a lot in common. Seth was blown away with how incredible these musicians could play, but then the band leader spent almost an hour just chatting. 
It was deeply impacting to all of us. It made the trip that year very special and magical. None of them will ever forget that. Wow, that is so cool. Um, so, yeah, some of the musicians in the Society of Musicians, uh, that orchestra have been employed by Walt Disney World since opening day of the parks. Wow, that is incredible. Um, so definitely an amazing group of musicians that will be missed. You know, I'm hoping, a lot of other people are hoping that um, they will um, be back. Um, Jess also says that the best spot ever is, if you remember, for the parade to the Magic Kingdom is in front of Hall of Presidents. Um, glad the story that we, some of the stories we shared have meant a lot to you, Jess. Um, let's see here. Okay. So Jess, Jess is sharing a, a recent story and if the camera's all wobbly, I'm sorry about that. Um, but Jess says a recent story was that he was in, he was working over at Pirates of the Caribbean and they were pin trading from their pin board. Uh, and he was able to make a magical moment happen by helping a guest complete a set of the old Epcot icons. I remember those. Uh, she was super excited. Her husband came back and she was like, look what I did. Uh, look what, look what he did. He got a whole set. That is so cool, Jess. I'm really glad you were able to be there, um, and help out with, um, help out with that particular experience. So I hope that you all in here enjoyed hearing some of these stories. Feel free to remind back if you didn't catch all of them. Also check out Travel Tips Tuesday on the podcast feed. You can search Travel Tips Tuesday on most major podcast players, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, uh, I think Stitcher. Uh, we're going to try to get it on Amazon's um, music podcast player as well because that one's kind of newer that's out there. Um, also, to let you all know that a special episode of Travel Tips Tuesday, and I mentioned this earlier, um, but I'm going to be talking about uh, talking with my wife about momcations and what that means. So I mentioned this a few weeks ago before things got uh, sidetracked uh, a little bit. But we're going to be talking about uh, momcations and what that is. And if you're a mom, why you may need one. Um, this is going to be a mostly a pre-recorded episode. I may hop on Facebook Live to talk about it briefly, but the bulk of the conversation will be pre-recorded. Uh, also, don't forget my super special surprise guest that is coming um, that's coming on in November to help celebrate episode 100. Um, there are a few clues as to who that he might be and if you pay attention to some of my episodes i'm kind of dropping subtle hints along the way and trust me when i say you want to <clears throat> drop in uh, for that special upcoming episode uh really appreciate all y'all support along the way and just i always enjoy it when you pop on live to talk a little bit and chat um you know he's mentioning now that yeehaw bob yeehaw bob was a musical fixture for 23 26 years something like that uh, over at port orleans riverside uh, which is one of the moderate resorts on property that's currently closed. Uh, and he plays piano over there, incredibly talented musician. Uh, if you've never heard of Yeehaw Bob, uh, Google Yeehaw Bob. Um, he also has his own Facebook page, and he goes live on most Sundays to play a show for people. He takes songs, you know, requests. Uh, he also, uh, he, he's a Disney legend as well, so he has one of the blue tags because he's basically embodied a lot of the Disney principles, and that's something that you can't, asked to be that basically people nominate you um, as other cast members. So Yeeha Bob's an incredible person, loves serving guests, um, and is still trying to do some of that virtually, even though uh, even though technically he was let go during the uh, during the during the layoffs that have been going on. So 24 years. That's what Jess says. 24 years. So check out Yeeha Bob's Facebook page. He does have a PayPal link on his page. 
if you want to contribute to him, drop him a tip in his virtual tip jar. Uh, also, as a reminder, I have the information for the cast member uh, pantry info uh, links for their Amazon wish list, as well as uh, their email address uh, and their Facebook page for updates. If you are an affected cast member, please reach out to them. Uh, no shame in that. This is an organization that has a lot of heart uh, that wants to be there and help you all out in the meantime. Uh, thanks again for everyone for tuning in tonight. And remember, if you would like some help planning your next vacation to Disney, so what a great way to bless cast members now than to come and to be there. You know, thank them in person uh, if you do go. Uh, be kind to them. Be patient. And the more people that come, the more likely Disney is to bring more people back to work. Um, so consider planning that next trip. I would love to be able to be the person to help you plan those experiences. If you have any questions about that, I don't have any, I don't charge any extra, extra fees for my planning services. And I would love to be able to walk alongside you in those moments. I'm here for you. So thank you again for tuning in. Uh, it's been a lot of fun tonight sharing some of these stories and I do hope you have a magical rest of your seat, you rest of your week. And we will see you again real soon. Good night. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to travel tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.